Good evening, brothers and sisters. May God bless you all. Cordial greeting also to all those who are in attendance, those joining us this evening, or as our sister Mary Luisa says in this morning, in any place upon the face of the universe, because the church of the Lord has spread throughout the world. Big hug I send you from here, from Bogota, Colombia. We love you very much. And we are tremendously excited to be able to share these few moments with you all, to love our God, to bless him with all our heart, to love him, to sing to his name, to read the Bible, and to think about the multitude of mercies, favors, benefits, and his endless love towards all of us. For it is not just by chance the Holy Spirit has said that anywhere there is a soul that is seeking him with sincerity, one that has in his heart that desire to know the manifestation of a God who lives, a God who is real, who manifests himself through visions, dreams, prophecy, a God who speaks he would take it upon himself to bring them all, to enjoy, to partake, and to know this divine wonder, which is why we feel absolutely grateful with our God, and we're going to dedicate to him this service with all the strength of our being. Blessed Heavenly Father, we thank you for this service. We feel excited, astonished, happy, filled with joy, with rejoice, with expectation, hope, fullness in you, for you are our everything. You are pray worthy, worthy to be praised forever, worthy of glory, worthy to be magnified and exalted and acknowledged. Jubilee, jubilation and all praise. You are our praise. You are the reason for our existence, the reason why we live. We worship you, we love you, we exalt you, and we Bless you with all the strength of our being. You are our everything. Hallelujah. Great is the Lord. Thank you for your endless love. Thank you for everything that you allow us to live every day. Test, prove every day of your presence and your glory and your support and your endless help. Such great happiness to be here, all of us together, Lord. Different nations, different places where there are different cultures but only one heart for you. And the Holy Spirit is manifesting himself as was the wonderful promise of the everlasting Father given by the Holy by the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to, you, to the Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you. We exalt you. And we beg you at this time that you descend with your Holy Spirit and you give us great spirit, liberty, jubilation, and rejoice, a great deal of attention toward your things. That, we, that it comes easy to us so that we have that great desire in our hearts, for our hearts to be open, that you come and dwell in our lives, that you visit us and that you descend and that we all feel the spiritual, wonderful spiritual experiences as is to feel your presence in our life. Thank you, beloved God. You are wonderful and worshipped. You are glorious. Hallelujah. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Great is the Lord. Let us read in our Bibles. And we are going to read standing as we are, anywhere you may be, at your homes, or anywhere where you may be. We are going to read with all joy in Second Kings chapter number 4. And let us read in our Bibles, Second Kings chapter 4. We are going to read to exalt the Lord, starting with verse number 8, a wonderful miracle that during the life of Elisha happened. We are going to read it starting with verse 8. Now it happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem, where there was a notable woman, and she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was, as often as he passed by, he would turn in there to eat some food. And she said to her husband, Look now, I know that this is a holy man who passes by us regularly. Please, let us make a small upper room on the wall and let us put a bed for him there and a table and a chair 
and a lamp him, so it will be whenever he comes to us, he can turn in there. And it happened one day that he came there, Elisha, and he turned into the upper room and lay down there. Then he said to Gehazi, his servant, call the Shunammite woman. When he called her, she stood before him and she said to him, say now to her, look, you have been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? The prophet asked her, do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army? She answered, I dwell among my people. So he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, actually, she has no son and her husband is old. So he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway. Then he said, about this time, look at the prophecy, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, No, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. But the woman conceived, and the word of the Lord was fulfilled, glory to God. And bore a son when the appointed time had come, of which Elijah had told her praises to the name of the Lord. Glory to our God. How beautiful. And to know that this experience that happened back then, today, keeps has happened oftentimes in the church of the Lord, and it is a divine wonder. It is absolute joy. Glory to God. You may take your seats, and we are going to sing to the Most High hymns for the glory and the honor of our Lord. We will begin with hymn number 168, Living for Jesus. Praises to the Lord, glory to our God. Blessed is the name of our Lord. Great is the Most High. And as the next hymn says, as this hymn says, living for Jesus. Also, this is the sermon that we're going to talk about today, about faithfulness. In, the, in, in number four, it says, we were looking for the souls, talking about him, and it is my desire to be faithful. Who among you has that desire in your heart, glory to the Lord. I know you all do so. Glory to our Lord to be constant and faithful toward the Most High. How could we not? How could we not live that way if we've received everything in life? Our lives are so different with the Lord, alive, filled with fullness, alive with joy, alive of rejoice, alive of hope and trust in our Lord and His promises in his support, in his protection, in his kindness. Glory to him forever and ever. Praises to our Lord. Let us sing another beautiful hymn. Also, it has to do with faithfulness. Number 48, titled, Nothing Can Keep Me Away. Number 48. Thank you, Lord. We love you and exalt you. We bless you and we glorify you with all our hearts. Blessed is his name. Let us rise, brothers and sisters. We are going to thank the Most High for the way in which He has manifested Himself in our lives, for the way in which He has helped us, how He has heard our prayers, how He has given us His love, His blessings, His protection. Great is our Lord. We have no way to repay Him. He is beautiful. He is good. He is our life. And we are going to thank Him for having us in His church, for allowing us to know His word, His path, Enjoy the spiritual gifts, the manifestation of the living God. So many spiritual experiences that are wonderful with a living God, with a real God, a God who manifests himself in the midst of men. Blessed Lord, we are endlessly and forever grateful to you. We have no way, no way to pay you for so much love, so much kindness, mercy, and continuous kindness in our lives. We see your powerful hand. We see your support. We see that you are always with us, hearing our prayers, fulfilling the promises you have made to us, giving, granting us happiness, joy, allow, and motivation as well to live all the excitement and encouragement and the desire to seek your presence, read the Bible, sing to your name, a wonderful fellowship with you, my Lord, a perfect work of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord Jesus, who is our divine shepherd, our Lord Jesus, who is the beautiful priest, the everlasting Father has given us. Oh, eternal God, thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit. 
in the midst of the church, in our midst. Thank you for all the testimonies that we hear every day, for the way in which you have replied and answered the prayers of your people, and the way you fulfill the, pro the promises you have given through prophecy, the way you've manifested yourself and have exalted yourself by awakening the spiritual gifts and the baptism with the Holy Spirit, all the manifestations through visions, dreams, oh God of glory, prophecy, so many manifestations, so much power, so much greatness in our midst, your Holy Spirit, the joy, the rejoice and being united as a church, congregating, the sermons also up here on in the internet as you had promised it. Thank you, Lord, because it is your purpose. It is the opportunity you have given to so many people to come close to you, all those who today are enjoying and those who are starting to join these live streams. Thank you for them, Lord. I ask you that you, O oh God of glory, that we are able to be faithful to you, to give you thanks, to express our gratitude, to tell you thank you, thank you a thousand times, thank you and many times, thank you for so much love and kindness in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Blessed is our Lord, glory to God, blessed forever and ever. How could we not praise him? How could we not exalt him? How could we not give him honor? How could we not exalt him? Glory to God, let us sing choruses to honor his name, beginning with chorus number 120, Walking with Jesus, number 120. Thank you, Lord. And we clap our hands to your name, Lord. We clap our hands with our soul, with our hearts. We clap our hands for your greatness, your glory, your power, your lordship, your hugeness, your manifestation in our midst. Blessed is the Lord, great is our God, as the chorus says, we walk with him, he is our best friend. Who among you says this? Blessed is our Lord, we all do. How wonderful to be able to say that he is our best friend. And for us to become friends of God, we must strive every day, be sincere and dedicated to God, following his commandments, loving him and worshiping him. Let us, we're going to have a tutorial so that you, to invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is important that you join us and that you are there, that you visit our channel. You can click like on our, on our content and then you subscribe afterward. Then you personalize all your notifications, you enable them all and that way you'll have wonderful material with which we are going to evangelize many people with which Many people are going to receive great blessings because how many people have received blessings in these few days by watching the live streams, the teachings from our sister Maria Luisa, the moment when our sister Maria Luisa, who is our spiritual leader world on a worldwide level, the person with whom the church started in 1972 here in Colombia, and the one who gave the first prophecy, blessed is the name of the Lord. How many people have received blessings with her prayer, with her sermons? It's very beautiful. So let us share all these sermons and teachings with our friends, with our family members, with the people who talk to us, saying to us that they have, they're going through problems or afflictions. Let us share with them these mater this material so that they receive blessings. That's our what makes us happy. Glory to God. Let us sing, lastly, chorus number 121. We will never let sin rule over us. That's what we all say. Amen? Of course. We are all steadfast with the Lord, faithful towards our God. We will never let sin rule over us. And we will always follow the Lord. May God grant this to us. Blessed is his name. May it be so. Glory to the Lord. Number 121. Thank you, Lord. Blessed is your name. Descend. Great is the Lord. The crown is waiting for us in heaven. That's what we all want. Let us read in our Bibles. Let us read in the Old Testament, in the book of Numbers, chapter number 12. Numbers, chapter number 12, we are going to read, starting with verse 7. And as I was saying to you all, we are going to preach about faithfulness. And to that end, we are going to read Numbers chapter 12, verse 7, where we read a week ago also regarding the way God manifested himself in antiquity 
to Moses, for instance, that he spoke to him face to face. But note that this wonderful blessing, which was for Moses, only for Moses, that God manifested himself that way, face to face. Also, there was a reason for that, which has to do with faithfulness. And we see this in verse number seven. Not so with my servant Moses. He is, what does it say? Faithful in all my house. Glory to the name of the Lord. You may take your sheets, brothers, sisters, and all those who are listening tonight. Big hug to you all. And we are going to talk about faithfulness tonight, which is a virtue, a quality, just as loyalty itself, faithfulness, loyalty. For the Lord, this is very important. And the Lord expects us to have it and have it present in our lives. And I think we all want to be faithful with the Lord. Glory to God. But what's important is that we are able to understand what faithfulness means. What is the meaning of faithfulness? In Moses' case, the Lord said to him, said to Aaron and Miriam, not to speak ill of Moses. For all other prophets, God is going to speak to them through visions. And God is going to speak to them through visions, as verse number 6 states, visions and dreams. That's how I will speak to them, to all the prophets. However, he highlighted of his servant Moses that he was faithful in all his house. And that for that reason with him, he was going to speak with him face to face. Verse 8, I speak with him face to face, even plainly. Not dark sayings. Dark sayings is what we see in, in visions because God speaks. And we preached a week ago about this. And today we are going to highlight why did God give that blessing to Moses? God blessed Moses for he was a faithful man. And why did Moses, why was Moses a faithful man? He was faithful because he did, did all the work. He did everything that God commanded him to do. And this blessing for Moses means that Moses was always pay, paying attention to observing everything that the Lord told him to do. For example, the Lord said to Moses that he should lift up a, a tabernacle, and he did it. It was a tent that they had in, out in the wilderness. Moses, the Lord said to Moses, rather, that they had to perform, carry out certain rituals with animals, that they also, within that tabernacle, they had to have two areas, the holy place, the most holy place. And Moses did this to a T. Also, the Lord said to Moses that they had to observe certain feasts at, during certain times of the year with certain rituals. And Moses did everything to a T, to the letter. Faithfulness means to do the work that God entrusts a person and God entrusted Moses with all that work, which was to teach and observe the law with its rituals, its celebrations. And Moses fulfilled it all to a T. And that's the first part of faithfulness, to do whatever work God has assigned to you. And God has made, assigned a job to us, to you all as well. God has assigned a job to you all. And it is a job that first is of a spiritual kind. And that job, when a person is faithful to, towards God, you must do it. So that's what oftentimes the Holy Spirit tells us too, that we must be faithful with God. When you hear, be faithful towards God, you, you think, all right, well, be faithful, be loyal. But we already know that you are faithful when you do the work that God gave you to do. And God has given us a job to do. He gave a job to Moses. And that job meant for Moses also suffering because Moses, given that he was he carried out that job, his, that work, he had to go through difficult situations. First, he was going to be called a, a son of, the, of Pharaoh's daughter. He was going to belong to the court in Egypt. 
He already belonged to that, that court in Egypt next to Pharaoh, and he preferred to leave that place to then be with the people of God. He chose to go through the wilderness, lose out on those titles, and suffer in the wilderness, shortage, and all those hardships. Not only that, but also all the situations that he had to experience with Pharaoh himself when Pharaoh persecuted him again and again. In addition, after the Lord carried out these miracles so that the people of Israel were able to leave the people of, of, of Egypt and go to the promised land through the wilderness, Moses then had to experience a great deal of suffering with the people themselves because they were, they were very unbelievers. Unbelieving, they didn't value him, not, not even his own brother Aaron. And also Miriam, his sister, they didn't value him. So that was a source of suffering. Suffering because the people of Israel said, we, we long to be in Egypt, we ate there. And they were slaves back then. And they, they were enduring all kind of suffering. But they blamed Moses for everything that was happening. And they did not look at everything that dad had done with them and everything God had given them through Moses. And Moses kept being faithful. Why? Because he kept doing his job and he, was not, he did not move from there. In the midst of his suffering, persecution, in the midst of shortage, he carried on. He remained faithful doing the work for God. And that is something that is beautiful. It means faithfulness that we do the work for God and that... Even though we may suffer, even though there may be comments, for example, if now you are feeling happy with the Lord and then someone comes to you to criticize you, telling you, why are you joining these live streams? Why are you here? Then you are doing a, a job, which is to learn. The job, which is to open your heart. The job, which is to seek God, to read the Bible, to follow, to seek the Lord's countenance. A job, which is to open your heart, repent. All of that is the type of work God gives us. And... That work extends or is extended onto, onto praising God, which is what we also do during weeknights. We say it's at a time also to praise the Lord on a daily basis, to read the Bible. That is the work that we do to seek the spiritual gifts, to receive our baptism with the Holy Spirit. That is the work that we do. To talk to people about the church, about the path of the Lord, about the gospel, evangelizing people, share the testimony with people. That is a job that we do, a spiritual work. Now, another type of work is in our spirit, in our material life, whatever God gives you to. Also, you, you bear a good testimony. You give, you set a good example. You are honest. Of course, that is also part of our job, part of our, the work God has given us. To earn souls for the win souls for God, being a good testimony. So God has given us all a job to do. No one can say that they that God didn't give him a job. And God also will give you, in as much as you understand what faithfulness is, He will also give you roles. And those roles that He will give you, you will also have to carry them out. Because that is the work God gave you. And God was faithful. It states. No, my servant Moses, he is faithful in all my house. That is what the Lord highlighted about Moses. He said that he was a faithful man. And that is what we also want to highlight, to do all the work that God commands us. And we're also going to read in 1 Samuel chapter number 2. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse number 35 where our Lord taught what happened with a priest. His name was Eli, and he compared him with another priest, which was, which was faithful indeed. It was the priest Samuel. But in, true, in truth, it, aside from speaking about this faithfulness about Samuel, he was actually highlighting that the Lord was going to appoint him to himself uh, faithful, that it was a priest that was faithful who would do his job and would not miss out on anything. He was going to carry out every one of his functions as a shepherd, as a king, as a priest, as an intercessor, as an advocate, as a deliverer, as a redeemer, as a savior, all the titles all the functions of the Lord Jesus Christ as the as a counselor 
everything that the Lord Jesus Christ represented. He did, carried out that work. That's why he was a faithful priest who was going to create, build a house forever. And upon that foundation of doing the work, it, faithfulness is built and the work of God is fulfilled. And for God to be able to do that, he wants to raise up many people who are faithful among the nations, many people who, are, who do their job, many people without, that, without God having to force them or God having to ob obligate them or God having to threaten them. Threaten them nothing but love out of God, out of love for God. Just because God has, we have seen it, because we have had experiences with Him, because we have seen His glory and His greatness, His manifestation in our lives, then we voluntarily say, I want to do the job that God has given me, which is to learn, to seek His presence, to read, to prepare myself so that then I may evangelize, teach others, That job, I'm going to do it with my soul. I'm going to be a good testimony. I'm going to do this job to and entirely because I want to please the Lord. I want to do according to His will, according to His heart, according to His soul, according to what the Lord has done because I respect Him, because I revere Him, because I love Him, because I worship Him, because I acknowledge Him as my superior. And for that re the reason I am faithful to him, because he is my superior, my owner, my king, our Lord, glory to God. That is faithfulness. That's why I do the job he gave me, because he is the first one in my life, because he is our everything, because he is our creator, because he is our the, the one who guides us, our teacher. He is our owner and we owe everything to him and everything that we are and everything that happens in our lives is because of him and everything that we do is for him glory to the lord to acknowledge for our soul to acknowledge his existence of how great he is how superior he is how great he is his how lord he is a faithful man works for him for he is a servant of god And that's why a faithful man acknowledges him and exalts him and follows him. And that's why he works for him and carries out this full work as it's as stated about Samuel. But it was referring to the Lord Jesus. But, but it says about Samuel, verse 35. Then I will raise up for myself a faithful priest. There it is. Talking about a faithful priest. In this case, this was a comparison with what Eli had done, because Eli was the priest, but Eli did not do what God wanted him to do. He did not follow the commandments of the Lord. Then it, he explained here, a faithful priest who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind. That is the main theme To, to do according to what is in my heart and in my mind, meaning what God wants us. And it is what determines faithfulness. A person is faithful when a person does this, when a person adapts himself to the will of God, and when a person does a job that he wants us to do in life entirely to please him. Blessed is his name. So what happened with Eli? Eli behaved, did not behave in a pleasing way with God. He was not faithful for he did not follow the Lord's commandments. He did not do the work as he had to do it. He was the priest, but he did not teach his children that they had to fulfill and observe all the laws and the sacrifices and all the things that the priest had to do at the moment when they presented their sacrifices and the way in which they had to eat their food and the meat of the animals. And because he did not correct this, and because he did not carry out these commandments God had given, which is what Moses did, because Moses fulfilled everything and observed everything. And even if Moses was going through hardship, he was focused on his job. To the last day of his life, he was working for God. He was focused on the job that he had to do. And he knew that he could not deviate, neither to the left or to the right, just as the Lord said to Joshua, that every day he should meditate, day and night, on the word of the Lord, on the laws, on the commandments, on the law of Moses, 
so that he would not turn from it to the right nor to the left, neither to the right nor to the left. And thus was also the Lord, he was teaching him about faithfulness. That's faithfulness. To do that job that to a T, to do it and carry it out completely, to do all that job, even despite of in spite of everything the devil may bring in our way, setback, shortage, obstacles, problems, which is what faithfulness highlights. That in spite of all that, the person keeps being responsible for the work God assigned him. And a person who does this is a, a faithful person to God, a person who has faithfulness with God. Blessed is the Lord. How beautiful. Glory to the Lord. That is what God wants us to do. Imagine that. Are we going to do it? I know that we are. I'm sure. Of course we will. We are going to do this. We are doing it. But every day we are going to do it more. Every day we are going to give ourselves to the Lord more. And we're going to be to do that job better. We're going to do that job trying to please God in everything. Doing our best in everything God gave us. Little, a lot, whatever it may be. We all are going to do what God wants us to do. He makes us, He, he has us work. He has worked for us all. He has commanded us all through prophecy. Whenever the Holy Spirit has given you a command through prophecy, then he's giving you also a job. If he's telling you, be responsible, do not waste your money, do not plunder your, your money, that's a job God gave you. If the Lord tells you, do not criticize others, focus on your things, then that is a job God has given you, that you have to do it. Do you see? And God also, when he speaks to us in prophecy, in general prophecy, when he tells us that we should praise his name, that is a just spiritual job that he gives us. If he tells us that we should read the Bible, that is a job that he's given us all. If he tells us that we should be in we should have fellowship with him, that is the type of job which means that we have to pray. If he tells us that we should learn his doctrine, then we must learn the doctrine and we must pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And those are all jobs that God gives us. We must do all the, those jobs well done. And when you receive your spiritual gifts, you also have to work your spiritual gifts. And we all must work also by evangelizing people. And we all must work by seeking the spiritual gifts, by helping other people. That's the job God has given us. And he, say, he also said in the Bible... Um, he said to shall do according to what is in my heart. I will build in my sure house and he shall work before my anointed forever. Meaning that it was the Lord Jesus because he will build a sure house, an eternal house, which is the church of the Lord. Praises to his name. Let us read in our Bibles also first Samuel chapter number 22, where we look at the way in how Faithfulness is tied to doing this, our job. In chapter 20, and also following the job, the orders and commands that God gives us. That's faithfulness. What does the Lord command? What does our Lord decide? What has He spoken to us in prophecy? What does the Lord want? What does He want us to do? What is the job that He wants us to do? Then this person is faithful. If he thinks that way, if he has that mindset. 1 Samuel chapter 22, verse number... 14 states as such so uh, Ahimelech answered the king Ahimelech was a one of the priests who helped David because David was fleeing Saul who was the king back then and Saul was against David and it was something inexplicable because David was a faithful man towards Saul and he said that to Ahimelech. He said to Saul, Why are you persecuting David? Why do you want to take his life if faithful is a faithful man towards you? If he does whatever you tell him, that's faithfulness. He is a, it's obedient, does a job that you give him. The, what, the king would give him a job and David would do it. Whatever the king did, that's what David did. They, we remember from David when he had to go to, to fight against the Philistines, for instance, that was, that Saul put a tag, put him a test to a test, and for him to lose his life, and that was the the challenge that he had to face to marry his daughter, King Saul. And David, because of his faithfulness, he obeyed him, and he went out and did it. And that's that's beautiful. That's faithfulness. 
That willingness to love, to value other people. In our case, we value God. But also, in the Bible, we are taught about valuing the people God appointed with responsibilities, with roles, with authority in the church, in the path of God. And in this case, David was a very faithful man towards Saul. So much so that David was able, when after a pers after persecution, fr frenetic persecution against his life, he was able to kill David Saul, and he didn't want to do it because he respected him. And he cut a little bit of, of Saul's cloak just to show him that he had been there and that he could have taken his life. And he felt bad because he said, I cannot go against anointed of the Lord because he was a faithful man. He, David was a man who followed commands. David was a man who did his job, whoever, whatever job he was entrusted to do. That's faithfulness. That is something that God wants us all to have towards him, towards the people that... The Lord appoints as instruments, particularly her sister Luisa, to respect her, to value her, whatever sister teaches us, whatever sister instructs us, whatever sister advises us, our huge love toward our sister Maria Luisa, our faithfulness toward her, to love her, to value what she tells us, to the job that she assigns to us, a role that, to do it with our soul. What she might instruct to us, we welcome it with our heart and say, yes, that, that's the teaching. That's what God is teaching us. That is what God wants. For Sister Marley so many times says, I want to inject, I want to convey, I want to imbue you all with what I have in my heart, with what I've learned. And she has given her soul toward that service. I think that the Lord says of our sister Mary Louisa that she is a faithful person toward God because she does her job with her soul because she does the job God assigned to her because she does not take any rest doing the job that God gave her, which is to save souls toward the kingdom, glory to the name of the Lord, to do so with so much sincerity, to do so following everything to a T, the commands, the mandates God has taught her. And she shared those to us with all her heart. Glory to God. We are living the Bible. Glory to the Lord. God is teaching us to do this job like this with our soul. To be faithful. That's why it states, Ahimelech answered. This priest said to Saul, why do you want to kill, murder David? If David is faithful to you, David follows your, does your bidding. He works whatever you do, whatever you tell him to do. Verse 2014 says, So Ahimelech answered the king and said, And who among all your servants is as faithful as David? There was no one as faithful as David. In all these Bible characters, you, you can highlight that there was a great deal of faithfulness. Moses, Samuel, Moses, God rewarded Moses for that and he spoke face to face. God reward, As far as Samuel, God spoke to Samuel, not face to face. But in a vision, and he manifested himself to his life, and the Bible states that he did not let any of his words fall to the ground. Imagine that. Imagine the support God gave him. In this instance, with David, we are now using a human example to understand what faithfulness is. In faithfulness, it is explained. So Ahimelech answered the king and said, And who among all your servants is as faithful as David? Talking about faithfulness. Who is also he is the king's son-in-law. And even though he was his son-in-law, married to his daughter, to King Saul's daughter, who is who goes at your bidding, that's faithfulness. Who goes at your bidding, whatever you say, whatever you deem, and you decide. And he does the job you assign to him because he is faithful. Because he is faithful, he does that job. That is the definition of faithfulness. And also, let us read in the Gospel according to Matthew Chapter number 24. Matthew 24, in the New Testament at this point, we find that the Lord Jesus Christ was highlighting faithfulness. How the Lord Jesus Christ said that in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of heaven, where our king, in that spiritual kingdom, he is our Lord Jesus Christ. In that case, there was also, in the beginning, there was there were people who were very faithful and they did the job. They did and they followed 
his commands and they executed the job under the command of the Lord Jesus Christ, which were the disciples and then the apostles. Everything started with them. They were faithful because what the Lord instructed them and the job that he entrusted them with, that he told them to go out, lay their hands, to pray for those who were sick, to cast out evil spirits from people who were disturbed and perturbed by, by witchcraft, to speak in tongues, to preach the gospel in all the nations, that they should first do it and the people among the people of Israel. Afterward, he sent them out to do it in other nations. And that, that was their job that God gave them. Today, the Lord has other servants who are also doing their work, and that's called faithfulness, to do the work, full, full job, to do the job God has assigned all of us to do. And in all of us, it is a very similar job. It is a spiritual job, and we must do so. Read the Bible, praise Him, testify, be a good testimony, evangelize others, and the Bible states here, speaking about those servants and comparing with the kingdom of heaven with those followers who are faithful of the Lord, that the Lord wants to appoint faithful people to his job, to those, to the evangelizing work around the nations, because that is what the Lord wants for his word to be known around the nations. It, through all the cultures and all races, for everyone to know about God. The Lord is preparing us and He is giving us a job to us all. And He is giving us different gifts so that just as in a body, each organ has a, a role, we all complement one another and that there may be faithfulness to carry out that work. And so... The Lord compared this in Matthew 24 and chapter chapter 24, verse 45, saying, Are we all there? Matthew 24, 45, Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Talking about servants, servants. Who are the servants? We are the followers of the Lord today. And... On my servants and my man, my servants of the last day, I shall pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. My all my men servants and my maid servants, those who follow the commands and do their job, that is faithfulness, to follow the work, the job, do the job, and observe the commands. Let us never forget this. Who is who then is a faithful and wise servant? Whoever follows the commands is a superior. His master gives him. And carries out that job completely for the Lord. Glory to God. Because there is a an acknowledgement of that beautiful being. There is a profound love in, in your soul to do that work. There is a conviction that comes from your soul to do the work that God has given us all to do. And so it states, who then is a faithful and wise servant? What? Why faithful? Because in this case, something like that must have happened. That someone gave him someone an order. The Lord gave him an order, a command. He was complying with the command. And then that command was translated into a job. Into a job that we must do every day of our lives. And that we cannot stop doing. And we cannot pause it. And care, it continues until the last day of our lives. That's the work, the job God has given us. Which is why he explained whom his master made ruler over his household. Meaning the, the master, the boss, made him rule over his household. He entrusted him with a great responsibility, which was to rule his household. And he had to take care of his household. I'm thinking about Joshua, for instance. When Joshua left his the, the jail, because he suffered a lot, but Joshua also did his job. And Joshua was faithful with God. And he, he, he stayed there faithful with the Lord, trusting in God. And his boss, whose name was Potiphar, assigned him over his household. That's what the Bible says. And at that in that instance, he administered his Potiphar's household. And the Bible says that 
Potiphar had was was at e at peace, knowing that Joshua, that Joseph rather was a man who was not going to steal from him because Joseph was faithful, different than the unfaithful servant. You find that in the in the Gospels as well, a servant who did not do his job well because his boss said to him, "Do this, administer my household, manage this budget." You have to char, uh, uh, collect certain debt. He didn't do his job, but he, rather he started to forgive people's debts. So he was an unfaithful servant. Perhaps he was uh, uh, clever, some might say, to be in people's graces, to get him into people's good graces. But he was not good towards his, his boss. And the Bible says that's an unfaithful man. He is not an unfaithful servant, an unfaithful servant who did not follow the commands. He did not care take care of what was entrusted to him. He did not do his job. Here we see a faithful servant who did his job, who followed his commands, who did everything the Lord told him to do. It says, whom his master made ruler to give him food in due season, meaning he had to do that work. He had to guarantee that all people who were there in that household had their food, had their that they didn't lack absolutely anything. He had to do that. And he did it. Because he was faithful. Because he followed those commands. And because he did his job as he had to do it. That's very beautiful. For God, that's something that is a very valuable thing. That brings many blessings. And that brings... Fr that make a uh, thrive to their spiritual lives because God visits and bless those people. Glory to God. He gives them spiritual experiences. He gives them dreams, visions. He blesses them. Faithfulness is something great. Never to fail God, to do our full work, never to commit sin, never to do what God is unpleased by, never to displease the Lord. Be very disciplined, very focused on what we ought to do. Because it is sad to be unfaithful. It is beautiful to be faithful. It is to go into the Lord's joy. That's why he said, verse number 46, Blessed is that servant. Blessed, it says. He's going to be greatly blessed because he did his job. He says, when, is, when he comes, he will find so doing, so doing what? His job. That's what we ought to do. Our job. We must work for the Lord. We are all working for the Lord. We are all doing this spiritual work. We are all nourishing our souls. When, when we are in a gathering like tonight, singing, thinking about the Lord, reading the Bible, analyzing, reading the verses of the Bible, thinking about the Lord, praying, seeking the spiritual things, opening our hearts for God, asking God to transform us, asking the Lord to help us, trusting Him. All of that is part of our spiritual work. Seeking the spiritual gifts, speaking to someone about the Lord, all of that is our spiritual work, and that is what the Lord rewards us, and that's what we ought to do. This man had to pay attention to that household. Just like today, the Lord will tell us, my house, my church, where we all must work. Because the church is all of us. And the church is our heart. And that is where God dwells. And we all must work. We all must do our job. There is jo work for everyone. Don't think that you have no work, no job. There's work available for everyone. Since the moment you're receiving prophecy, God has given you a job. When you, when you hear a sermon from our sister Maria Luisa... We have job work assigned to us. There's always work assigned to us. But a good kind of work, which makes us happy, that is not a burden, but rather it is a motivation, an, a, an inspiration, a reason to exist, to live glory to God. Isn't this so? Glory to the Lord. Of course it is. We all say it is because we feel it. We experience it. And so it says that, that you do that job silently, that you don't have to divulge what you're doing. I'm doing this or that. No, you just do it silently for God in secret. And then afterward, God comes 
suddenly and looks at what we have done as to whether we have wasted our time, as if we had taken advantage of our days. That's what the Bible says, that we must redeem our time, that we must take advantage of time, that we cannot waste our time, that time we must invest it well and we must see so for eternal life. And every day we must meditate on the Lord, give time to God and give the first place to God. And he explained when his ser- master, when he comes, he, this servant will be blessed. In verse number 47, he talks about a great blessing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him a ruler of law, all his good, even more trust, more trustworthy. The Lord says, I gave him a job. He did his job. He complied. He did what he had to. He, he didn't know when I was coming. And he always did his job. He always worked. And on the day he least expected it, I, I arrived and I found him working. That's it. Now I'm going to give him even more responsibilities. Just like that. That's how it is with the Lord. Glory to God. We all want more responsibilities. Aside from that, we all want more trust from our Lord. For our Lord to feel happy, to be happy with us, and that we can please Him, and that if that we make Him happy, and He says He does the job, His job. He follows my commands. He does the work. He protects my household. He takes care of my souls. That's it. And also, we are going to read in Luke chapter 19, which teaches us about faithfulness in another parable. This parable is the same parable of the talents. The talents were coins. And here it changes the name of the ta- talents for minas, minas. But these were also, those was also currency and uh, coins. And the example is the same one that the Lord gave to seven, several people who, and the Lord was expecting them all to be faithful. And he gave them all a, a, a coin and the Lord, gave each one a coin so that they would do business. That's the job he gave. Do your business and I'm going to give you a coin. Today, this could happen when God gives us spiritual gifts or talents. He gives a spiritual gift, the key gift of healings or any gift of the gift of prophecy. And the Lord looks at what we do with that gift or speaking in tongues. For example, if someone speaks in tongues, then that must motivate that person very much to seek God. Because you must believe in the Lord even more and trust the Lord even more. And you must prove that to God. And so he explained here in Luke chapter 19, verse number 17. He said to him, well done, good servant. Which would be, good servant, faithful, good, faithful servant. He says it later on. Because you were faithful and very, very little, because he gave him one mina, then he gave him 10, he returned 10. He gave him one mina, verse 16. The, 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 then came the first one, master, your mina has earned 10 minas. You gave me one, I gave you 10. So he says, you were very faithful in a very little just one that I gave you, one minor that you earned it, and you earned with it ten. With the one that I gave you, you were faithful with that. You valued what I gave you. You did the job I told you. Then I am going to give you authority. You will have authority over ten cities. And he gave him a great blessing. But what is what does it mean to have authority over ten cities? That's something symbolical. It means that he will have authority over evil spirits authority over evil and that's why he will be able to help many people because evil will flee when that person is doing his job for God anywhere he may be that is the blessing that the Lord is giving to that person who is faithful and and little that is what the Lord wants us all to do because there are people who might for, for might say well, I'm a newcomer. I don't speak in tongues just yet. I don't prophesy just yet. I, I have no spiritual gifts. I don't lay hands. I don't preach in the church. I have no job. No, we can't say you have any job. No, we, the, the whole time we're working, we're following commands from the Lord. We're trusting in what God promises. We're praying. We are praising him. We are going through tests. 
the wicked one will bring setbacks. God will look at what we do. God will look at our, if we're constant, if we are dedicated, God will look as to whether or not we are doing our job. That's spiritual work. We are working. Don't you think that there's no work for you? No, we are all doing work for God. Glory to our Lord. Spiritual, beautiful work that symbolically it is represented in what we've been expressing. And the Bible also stated, stated concerning the Apostle Paul in 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy tell, telling us how the Apostle Paul also was also a man who was faithful. And this is something that the Apostle Paul knew, who knew the doctrine thoroughly, he said it himself. He said what God had seen in him. And the Apostle Paul said, God th thought me faithful to give me this job that he gave me. And he counted me faithful. That's what God looked at the Apostle Paul. He said, the Apostle Paul is going to do the job. Paul is going to do this work. Paul is, is persecuting me because Paul doesn't know me yet. He's ignorant. He's still in the law of Moses, but he loves me. And Paul is going to do this job. And Paul is going to do everything that I tell him to do. I am going to send Paul to preach to the Gentiles. I am going to have him go through difficult situations with the Romans, with the Jews. I'm going to send him to kings to appeal. I'm going to make him live situations where he'll endure persecution. He'll face be faced with death, hunger, jail, scourge, all of it. But he will do it. And he will do his job and he will attain, accomplish the goal. And that's why he said, I have fought the good battle of faith. I have finished the race. And he was saying that it was just like a person who was going into a stadium and started to run. And run and ran and ran until the person finished the race but couldn't finish the race. Because he had to just go around and around and around and around. And never fall, grow tired and be constant and be disciplined and be there always thinking about the work God gave him. And that he always had to do that job. And that whatever he saw, come what may, suffered what he might, he was going to do his job. Perhaps also, generally speaking, when we're talking about faithfulness, we're, we think faithfulness, we compare this a lot with, and we say it, that being faithful as it says in good or bad times and in abundance and shortage when we're celebrating marriages as well, weddings for instance, faithfulness, uh, the, the Ruth toward Esther when she said, your God will be my God, your people shall be my people, wherever you go I will go, I will not leave you, that is faithfulness and that faithfulness has as is its essence to do the work for God. Regardless of whatever difficulties may come, you continue doing your job for God. That is what we must do and never grow tired of doing this work God that God gives us. That's why verse in verse 12 he said, I thank Christ, the one who strengthened me, who enabled him, because the Lord Jesus was the one who enabled him to cross the, the finish line and, and everything that he had to do. I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me, because he counted me what? Faithful. And what does this mean, that he counted him faithful, putting me in the, into the ministry? The ministry means the job, the spiritual job, preaching the gospel, evangelizing souls, Comforting people, helping people, that is faithfulness to do their job. You always do your job and never stop thinking about this. And as the Bible also states in Revelations chapter number two, to finish off, faithfulness is the one who will give us eternal life. Revelation chapter two, faithfulness is what's going to give us 
eternal life. Here we have servants who were faithful, who had to go through difficulty. You know, all the things that the, the disciples had to go through and the way they were persecuted. And even though, it, despite their persecution, they remained faithful and they did their job and they carried on with their job and they never faltered. They never they were never discouraged and they were always there with all their motivation and happiness following the Lord, regardless any adver adversity. It says, verse 10, do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. They had to do what they had to do, even though they were going to suffer. The Apostle Paul knew it was hard times were coming. The Lord Jesus knew. Moses knew also that indeed the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation 10 days. And then he said, be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. And these times that we're going through where everything has changed that we are not able to gather. How, when could we have imagined that we were not be, be able to congregate physically? When could have we imagined that we were no longer weren't going to have laying on of hands prophecy? But with pro individual prophecy or without individual prophecy, here we are remaining faithful with the Lord. With congregation, a physical congregation or without a physical congregation, here we are with the Lord. And with perhaps shortage, here we are faithful with the Lord, doing our work, always thinking well about God, always praying to our God, always giving Him thanks and always with the, the purpose to do the job God gave us until the very last day of our lives. Blessed is the name of the Lord. Let us rise, brothers and sisters, and let us pray to our King, to our Lord, that He may allow us to attain that happiness and be faithful before the Most High. Blessed Heavenly Father, we give you thanks, my Lord, for all your kindness. We give you, because you allow us to know the meaning of being faithful and that each of us has a spiritual job ahead, a job to do, role to perform. And we all want to do that for you with our soul. And we ask you, Lord, that you give us, that you allow us to attain that so that never, ever may this come against us. May you remove from our path any setback, any obstacle the devil may, might have placed, any illness, physical illness, in our vital organs, spiritual illnesses as well, to try to bring into our lives depression, affliction, sadness. On the contrary, let there be motivation and joy despite any adversity, despite any difficulty, despite any setback. Our motivation, our desire to follow you may come first and to fulfill that which you have commanded us. May we do all of this and may we attain all of this and may we all feel the satisfaction to say, thank you, Lord, for helping us. Thank you, Lord, because we are striving to do something for you, to try to comply with what you have done in our lives. And may the God of glory also at this time awaken the spiritual gifts in each life, and, give, and enable us and give us authority so that we may be able to carry out this work and job God has assigned to us. May it be so. May the God of glory give us understanding and remove spiritual veils so that we may understand and comprehend the word of the Lord and give ourselves work for God. Because working for the Lord is the greatest thing there is in life. Because working for God is everything in our existence out of conviction out of knowledge, working for the wicked one is the worst thing that can happen to a human being in life because there will always be a bad payment and a sad ending. But with the Lord, everything will be blessings. May it be in our lives, O oh Lord, bless our sister Mary Louisa, a woman par excellence, uh, an apostle and prophetess of the Lord who has taught us faithfulness. May you bless her and keep her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to God. Let us sing, brothers and sisters, chorus number 39, The Lord is Coming Soon. Glory to God. May it be so. Blessed is the name of the Lord. There.
I want to be there to hear his voice when he tells me, Come, good servant. Glory to God. That's what we all say. Praises to the Lord. Brothers and sisters, this has been greatly exciting to be with you all and share this service with you. Big hug to you all. I wish you all the best in the Lord. May God bless you. May God keep you. May the Lord be with you all so long. Thank you very much. Glory to the name of the Lord. Thank you.